0: Today is the 24th of July 2023. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern it's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. And if you'd like support Walking the Way, or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrott.co.uk. Again, links to it all are in the episode notes. This year, we're making our way through the Bible one chapter at a time, and we always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Loving God, We bow down before you during this time of hardship and judgment. We pray, Lord, change this earthly age. Bring in something from heaven so that your will would be done and your mercy comes to all nations. Strengthen us in all our ways, we pray. Father, we thank you for all that you've done for us. May your name be praised and glorified at all times. Lord, we want to follow you. We want to remain in your heavenly life. So we offer up these prayers in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Numbers 13, verse 30. Caleb silenced the people who were complaining against Moses and said, We should attack now and take the land. We are strong enough to conquer it. In our chapter today, Moses sends out 12 spies to explore the land of Canaan. They come back, and 10 of the 12 say it's just not possible to conquer Canaan. However, two of them disagree. The remaining two disagree, Joshua and Caleb. The difference between these two is like night and day. Joshua and Caleb think they can win if they are courageous. The others are really afraid. And unfortunately, in this case, fear wins out. And as we shall see tomorrow, it has a huge impact on the Israelites. And actually later down the line that we find that the only two people of the original group of people who left Egypt who enter the promised land, are Joshua and Caleb. Now, I find myself asking the question about conflict and standing up for oneself, because I don't think there's anyone out there who actually likes conflict. I know there are some people who are comfortable with conflict, but I don't think there are people out there who like conflict. But there are people out there who are willing to take a stand. And I admit that the people who take a stand and are willing to fight for what they believe are people I respect. And I respect them because they have courage. They have a courageous mindset. And there are times when we need to speak out. And that takes courage. It's easy to run with the crowd. It's easier to keep quiet. But at what cost? I'm sure I've said this before, but I had a close friend who was an imam who one day said to me that he loves everything about Christianity except for one thing we didn't stand for anything. And that is the challenge of the church today. We are not seen to stand for anything because we've become so concerned about how relevant we should be. We've become so concerned that we should be as inclusive as possible. That somehow we could cause offense to someone. That we should know our place, as a politician once said to me. And to that I say no. We are called to be courageous. We are called to take a stand. And the reason for that is the gospel is the most exclusive thing out there. The gospel says we are to come to Jesus at the exclusion of everything else. And as a result, the gospel is offensive to others. But to stand up and say that the gospel is exclusive, that Jesus is the only way to life, takes courage. And we have to admit it, that we may not be on the side that wins. Chances are we're going to be on the side that gets sidelined and ignored like Joshua and Caleb. But I'm not being presumptuous when I say that that's God's side. And that for us should be enough. Anyway, rent over. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God, and then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. Today, we read Numbers 13. Heavenly Father, as we approach your word today, help us to hear it with your wisdom and respond to it with your grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Good News Translation and today I'm reading Numbers 13. The Lord said to Moses, choose one of the leaders from each of the twelve tribes and send them as spies to explore the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the Israelites." Moses obeyed, and from the wilderness of Paran he sent out leaders as follows From Reuben, Shamur, son of Zakur, from Simeon, Shaphat, son of Hori, from Judah, Caleb, son of Jephunneh. from Issachar, Egal, son of Joseph, from Ephraim, Hoshea, son of Nun, from Benjamin, Palti, son of Raphu, from Zebulun, Gadiel, son of Sodi. From Manasseh, Gadi, son of Susi. From Dan, Amiel, son of Gemeli. From Asher, Sethur, son of Michael. From Naphtali, Nabi, son of Voshsi. From Gad, Goyal, son of Maki. These are the spies Moses sent to explore the land. He changed the name of Hushia, son of Nun, to Joshua. When Moses sent them out, he said to them, Go north from here to the southern part of the land of Canaan, and then on into the hill country. Find out what kind of country it is, how many people live there and how strong they are. Find out whether the land is good or bad, or whether the people live in open towns or in fortified cities. Find out whether the soil is fertile, and whether the land is wooded. And be sure to bring back some of the fruit that grows there. It was the season when grapes were beginning to ripen. So the men went north and explored the land from the wilderness of Zin in the south, all the way to Rehob, near Hamath Pass in the north. They went first into the southern part of the land and came to Hebron, where the clans of Ahiman, Shishai, and Telmai. the descendants of the race of giants called the Anakim, lived. Hebron was founded seven years before Zoan in Egypt. They came to Eskol Valley, and there they cut off a branch which had one bunch of grapes on it so heavy that it took two men to carry on a pole between them. They also bought back some pomegranates and figs. That place was named Eskol Valley because of the bunch of grapes the Israelites cut off there. After exploring the land for 40 days, the spies returned to Moses, Aaron, and the whole community of Israel at Kadesh in the wilderness of Paran. They reported what they'd seen and showed them the fruit they'd bought. They told Moses, We explored the land and found it to be rich and fertile, and here are some of its fruit. But the people who live there are powerful, and their cities are very large and well fortified. Even worse, we saw the descendants of the giants there. Amalekites live in the southern part of the land. Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites live in the hill country. And Canaanites live by the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan River. Caleb silenced the people who were complaining against Moses and said, We should attack now and take the land. We are strong enough to conquer it. But the men who'd gone with Caleb said, No, we are not strong enough to attack them. The people there are more powerful than we are. So they spread a false report among the Israelites about the land they explored. They said, That land doesn't even produce enough to feed the people who live there. Everyone we saw was very tall. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. We felt as small as grasshoppers, and that is how we must have looked to them. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about some of those words of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray. Before we pray, I just want to say a big thank you to everybody who's been praying for Jenny and for Georgia and for Kevin and for Kerry. Um, I know that they are really appreciative of your prayers. And a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line. The links are in the episode notes. We'd love to be able to pray for you and support you as a community wherever you are. Our prayer today, taken from our Walking the Way prayer book, is a prayer for those who are struggling with their faith. Let's pray, shall we? Lord Jesus, give strength to those who've grown weary. Give strength to those who've become doubtful or disillusioned along the road of faith. They now want to rest a while, Lord. Maybe take a different route. Open their eyes again, as with the two disciples on the Emmaus Road. Let them hear your word. Let them feel your gentle touch and know that it is you still walking by their side. Resurrect their faith, Lord. Bring them to new life, living God, we pray. Transform their struggles into victories. Their doubting into certainty. Transform their stumbling into confidence. And their sorrow into worship. Gracious God, we pray for those who are struggling. We ask these in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive our sins.